0: We're going to be looking at uh, Psalms chapter 23. This is probably the most quoted, the most, uh, one of the most written down scriptures. It's, it's all over the place. But you know what? Sometimes with uh, scriptures that are very, very common, we kind of tend to, to read through it like it's on the back of a funeral announcement or it's, it's, uh, maybe we're reading it in our devotions. Maybe because it's in our bathroom on the wall and we just like read through it and don't really think about it. So I I had come across some new uh, things that I had noticed on these on this uh, Psalms chapter 23. And I want to I want to bring those to our attention today. I just want to read through it first and then we'll we'll look at it kind of verse by verse here. Let's start with prayer this morning. Heavenly Father. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Thank you for your presence that's here with us today. Thank you for allowing us to look at your word for the next few moments. I'm asking that you would help me today. I need to hear from you. I need your help to bring forth the words that you'd have me to, that you would guide and direct, that your presence would be here today to guide and direct each heart, that you'd push back things that would be distraction, things that would cause confusion, And that your light and understanding would have right of way today. We love you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Psalms chapter 23. I'm reading in the New King James Version today. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Five, you prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Loretta, I was going to ask you to read this this morning. um, uh, Maybe here in a bit, if you would be able to do that. I'll uh, have you available for that, please. I wanted to ask a question, though. Does anybody here have stress in your life? Anybody stressed a little bit? All the time, right? Maybe we should ask, is there anybody not stressed right now? <laughs> um, <that> was, <laughs> Al's like, I'm not stressed. I just do whatever Margaret says. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. Stress is a, is a part of our life, right? There's a, if you are past... If you're very old, I'm talking like not very old at all, like eight or ten years old, you're going to begin to start to understand that stress is a part of life, that there's things that uh, come along that don't happen the way that we uh, expect them to, the way that we think they should. There's uh, broken relationships and people disappoint and death comes and sickness comes. Stress is there. I want to ask you another question today. Is there anything that uh, we should be worrying about or stressing about? Ourself, Ourself. okay? Our children. children. World peace. World peace. Finances. Finances, yep. Yeah. <laughs> the dirt road. <laughs> Oh, I got to go over that washboard up by, up by the curves again. Yep. Well, yep. There's a lot of things to stress about, right? Our chapter officials. Chapter officials. officials, yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Here we go. My blood pressure's going up already. <laughs> yep. Our president. Our president, yep. Here we go. Now we're not supposed to be stressed out this morning. We're supposed to be looking at, the, at God's word, right? Thank the Lord that we have His word to come to and to go to for for peace, for understanding, for guidance, for direction, for healing, for help. Wow! Thank the Lord for that. I want to. One of the things I want to point out, and I'm gonna, I'm taking some. There's some of these notes are coming from some studies in in some of uh, um, John Maxwell's stuff. He has some notes on this, and I want to. I want us to. Um, think on these things. But he says there, he's in a a place where I was reading in one of his, in in his leadership studies, he said, there's a difference between problems and facts. Problems are things that, uh, think about uh, a math problem. Why do we call it a math problem? Because it's something that we are supposed to try to figure out. The answer to. Did you know that there's things in our life that we're not supposed to figure out the answer to it? There's things that we have no control over. They're just facts. It's just the way it is. And you could stress about it. You could uh, think about it. You could try to figure out the problem all you want. And it's just like if you walked over here and banged your head against this wall trying to make a new doorway. It's not going to happen. You're not gonna, you could beat your head against there until it's a bloody mess and you're not going to get through that wall. It's not happening. Unless it's right at the door, maybe. But not on the wall. And so there is things in our life that, we, that if we're not careful, we're going to waste our time. We're going to waste our, our good, precious time with our family and with our God here on this earth. We're going to waste it worrying about and stressing about something that we have no control over. Now, some of the things that we mentioned this morning, we have a little bit of control over, maybe. If you're stressed out enough about this road, you could go over there and shovel some dirt into it and smooth it out. If you're stressed out enough about some, some elected official, you could you could maybe try to do something about it. World peace, that's a big one, I don't know, Al. That one... <laughs> We're going to be stressed out for a while on that one, right? We could pray. We could, we could maybe, you know, share, share some hope with others and that God is able to help. But really, at the end of the day, a lot of these things that we're stressed out about, we have almost no control over them. They're not really, they're not really our problem. It's somebody else's problem. And so we might do well today to put those things in the category of facts. It's just the way it is. You know what? I'm going to let God have this, and I'm going to let Him deal with it, and I'm going to uh, worry about the things that I can worry about. You know what? I can get up in the morning, and I can brush my teeth, I can comb my hair, and I can sit down and have, a, have some relationship time with Jesus in my Bible and pray to Him, get my life kind of pointed off in the right direction for the day. I do have control over that most of the time. From there, maybe get up and go to work. Some of us can't do that, though. Some that can't. That's not even in your, you shouldn't even be worried about that. If you really can't do it, you shouldn't be worried about it. Now, we're supposed to be looking at uh, these things here and, in uh, Psalms chapter 23, I'm glad this morning that we can choose, looking at verse 1 here, that we can choose to have the Lord as our shepherd. I was thinking, you know, I, some of you have known more shepherds than I have. Some of you have been shepherds. I have not. But I, you know the shepherd that I had the, the most relationship with? Was Levi, Levi Hasdell. Uh, And uh, as I was growing up here, I used to watch him, and I was always running around these hills, so I'd wander over there somewhere where he was at, or I'd be way over here somewhere and I'd be watching him across the way. A shepherd, someone that cares for the sheep. I want us to look at this. Uh, I've got six things today. No, that's not right. I've got more than that. Um, I didn't actually count them. It's probably like 10. But uh, things that we can look at in relation uh, to the things that are are God's job. They're not our job to worry about. Our job is to, if we're going to worry about something, let's worry about getting our life in aligned with him. Let's, let's worry about making sure that we're, we're speaking to him as often as we should. Let's uh, focus on, on worrying about, are we asking him what his will is first, before we go wandering into the things that we think we want to do, and where we think we want to go. Let's, let's worry about maybe pausing just long enough to let God speak into our, into our life before we open our mouth and let everything fall out. Let's uh, maybe worry about those things, right? How that our life and our, the way that we are and who we are, how we can truly align ourselves with the good shepherd. I wanted to, the first thing that, that we wanted to point out here today is that he is, this is out of verse one, he is our personally, he's a personal shepherd. He's he's not he's not the shepherd of of our mom and dad or our uncles or our brothers and sisters. He should be our shepherd personally, right? Shouldn't be shouldn't be something where we're, well, you know, mom and dad have been doing a pretty good job, our auntie's doing a good job, and we're just kind of following along there. No, it's a personable shepherd. It's he's our shepherd, okay? It should be that way. That comes right back to what we just said. That should be the number one thing that we're worried about is lining ourselves up so that we are walking in obedience. I was thinking this morning, think about if, if, the, if the shepherd was, was pushing the sheep out this direction. He says, you know, I know that there's grass out this way and then there's some water in the tank down this way. So I'm going to head them off that way. And the sheep's like, one of the sheep is just like, you know what? I'm going this way all by itself. Wandering around, looking for some other herd. For one, it's dangerous. That's a coyote's um, easy meal. meal. Yep, he's looking for that. Looking for the disobedient sheep, right? We should be looking to align ourselves with the shepherd. Okay, so it's a personable. He's, He's our shepherd. The second thing is... And and most of these are ours. It's it's ownership today, something that as we're looking at this, think about it. Is this our problem or is God telling us in the Scripture today that he is going to take care of it as long as we align ourselves and and are allowing him to be our shepherd? The second thing there in verse 1 is it it mentions, uh, I shall not want. That there is showing that God, it is his responsibility to provide Did you know there's people that stress out? We just mentioned that. Finance, right? There's people that stress their life away worrying about how they're going to get whatever it is that they need. He says, I shall not want. He's he's our provider. Verse 2. It says here, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He uh, leads me beside the still waters. This here is a reflection of of a God that can, that that brings peace. This comes right back to the to the world peace one, right? It's His job to bring peace in our hearts, to bring to 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 bring peace in our families. Now. I want to remind you because sometimes we get ourselves outside. Now, if you're walking way on the other side of the mesa, away from, away from God and away from the herd, you're probably going to be stressed out about peace, right? Okay, but it's his job. He's the one that provides the peace. There's people that try to provide peace for their families, that, and they should be seeking God first so that he can provide the peace. Verse 3. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. This one here, he's our forgiver. Do you know there's people that are, that are stressed out about all the things that they've done wrong, all the people that they've failed, all the miserable places that they've allowed themselves, and they can't forgive themselves. I'm, talking, I'm speaking right down to us this morning because I, I was there. This is the classic uh, alcoholic. This is the classic addict. They're there because they can't forgive themselves for the wrong that they've done. They can't allow God to. Did you know that God is our forgiver? He's the one that does that. Thank the Lord for that. We don't have to continue on in an area of, of being stressed out about all the things. He, in a moment of time, as we confess to him and come to him in obedience, can forgive, and it's gone. The guilt is gone. No more need to try to drown it out. Thank the Lord that he is our forgiver. Not only is he our forgiver in that verse, but we see there in the the second part of that verse, he leads me in paths of righteousness. I'm glad today that the shepherd, that, that the good shepherd, that Jesus this morning, he doesn't just forgive us and say, you know what? You know, the guilt's gone, but then we're continuing down a road of, of hurting others and, and, and having to get more things. But he, it says right here clearly that he leads in paths of righteousness. That means this morning that God leads in a direction that is right. The path is a right path. It's not some kind of evil, wicked path. Does that mean that it's not hard? Does not mean that it's not difficult? But it's right. In other words, he's not just a God that, 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 that forgives from all the things he did, but he comes in, as the Scripture says, and makes us new. And righteous. Thank the Lord for that. Verse 4, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This one today reminds us that God is our partner, our friend. He's the one that's walking beside us, helping us. Aren't you glad this morning that we don't have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death by ourselves? Aren't you glad this morning you don't have to walk through that awful, awful place by yourself? There's a partner there that wants to hold your hand, that wants to hold our hand, maybe carry us a little ways when it gets really rough, to be that encouragement, to be that strength. You know what? You can do it. I'm here with you. It's not just you by yourself. He's our partner. Did you know that there's people that are stressed out today because because they feel like they're all alone and by themselves? That is God's job to be our friend, to be our number one friend and our our partner to get us through those difficult times. He doesn't ask us to go through without him. Thank the Lord that he can be our partner. He wants to be our partner. Verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. This one today, he's the one that prepares the way before us. He's the one that, uh, that uh, conditions the pathway. He says, this is the way we're going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, uh, allow some guidance to go in here. Just like we were talking about. Pushes us this way. Says, hey, I want you to go this way today. I want you to, I want you to, no, we're not going there today. He begins to guide and prepare the way. I'm telling you, just like uh, 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 Jackie and Alvin yesterday where this trailer just knocked the front of their car. God was there guiding and directing that pathway. He was preparing it at just the right time so it didn't come flying into the side of the car and take them out. He may have have very well had had someone walking on the sidewalk that was not ready to meet him in eternity and allowed the front of their truck to be there at just the right moment to protect this person that was walking. God guides and prepares the pathway. You know, there's there's people that are scared this morning and stressed out about the pathway. They say, well, if I go over here, I might die. And if I drive down Highway 550, I might do this or that. And the list is on and on and on of things. If we're not careful, we're going to be stressed out about and worried about till we can't even function. We can't even be, we can't even be a, like a, a happy person to be around because we're so stressed out that the, the gas stove might blow up or the wheel might fall off or the hailstorm might come again. I mean, it's just the black cow standing in the road. Any one of those could happen, right? But if we live our life in a place where we don't trust God, that he's guiding our pathway, we're missing it. That is not our responsibility. You have no control over whether or not that cow steps in the road. You definitely have no control whether or not the hailstorm comes and you don't have any control over the drunk driver that comes crashing over into your side of 550. Let's not worry about it. We've got bigger things to worry about. Better things, rather. So he prepares the way before us there in verse 5. The, the second thing that he, uh, out of verse 5 that I wanted to mention, he talks there at the last part, uh, my cup runs over. This today is, is, is a picture, think of the little cup. And it's just, you know, God's putting blessings of he's guiding our way. He's protecting us in the way he he's mo- moving things around. And and those those blessings, as they're dropping into the cup, it's just it's just blowing over the top. He is the one that we praise. He's the one that we thank. He's the one that provides for us. I think for us this morning and for me this morning, as I was thinking about this one, I think that. If we're not careful we're, we we could easily pivot into an area of accepting or even praising ourselves. Well, thank God I was able to put the brakes on fast enough. Shame on us. Thank God I was able to get inside before the hailstorm. No. That's craziness, right? That we would not acknowledge that in praise the God that, that directs our pathway. And so this morning, this verse here is just to remind us that he's the one that gets the praise. He's the one. Because he's the one that's guiding those steps. He's the one that's directing the pathway. Moving on to verse 6. Surely, or for sure, for sure. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This one today, I was thinking, and, and as I wrote it down, He is our happy place. He's the one that gives us hope. He's the one that that gives us encouragement. You know, there's people that are stressed out about trying to be happy. A lot of people. They're seeking after this and they're seeking after that. Man, if I could just win it, I would be happy. If I could just get this, I would be happy. If I could just fix this, I would be happy. And they spend their life. Weeks and months and months into years. Trying to be happy. God is our happy place. He's the one that, that fulfills us. That empty spot inside of, of where we long to be happy. We long to be some ones that would love us. And take care of us. He's that one. The question today is simply, what are you stressed about? What have you you allowed to creep into your life that has begun to control the way that you do life? What have you you allowed to to push you into an area of doing the wrong things over and over again? What have we allowed to creep in that has caused us to become uh, not very nice to be around because we're stressed out all the time? Maybe it has progressed to the point That is begin to affect our body. Our our body can't even function right when we don't handle stress appropriately. If you want to find out the details on that, just Google it when you get home. Or when you get back up to Signal Hill. What are the effects of stress on the human body? I will guarantee you, you find out you don't want it. It's no good. So what is it that we have allowed to to become the number one thing that we're worried about? Let's read the verse today, Matthew 6 and 33, as we have read several times. But let's read it again today. Matthew 6 and 33. It says here, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's pretty simple right there. The thing that we should be worried about, the thing that if we're going to get stressed out about something, is worry about how we can draw closer to God, how we can put Him number one. Begin to evaluate our lives and say, what am I stressed out about? That I'm allowing it to be number one, because that is what we're doing if we begin to stress, and it ruins our life and our relationships because we're putting it as the most important thing. There are things that uh, may be problems that would fix themselves if we put God first. We truly begin to ask God, how can I make you number one in my life? How can I seek you first? What is it that you want me to do? What is it you want me to say? Who is it you want for me? in the job, the finances, the world peace, and everything that was mentioned. Even in this road that we would seek him first. The Bible just simply says there in verse 6 or verse 33 of chapter 6 in Matthew that all the other things will be taken care of if we will seek his kingdom first. That's a big promise. From a big God. And he can handle it. He's the one. He just showed us in this this simple. This short little psalm today. That he's the one that is our shepherd. He's the one that's our provider. He's the one that is our peace. He's the one that's our forgiver. He's the one that leads us in the right paths. He's the one that's our partner and friend. He's the one that's preparing our way. And lining things up along the way. He's the one that we praise. And he's the one that truly makes us happy. Can you read that for us, Loretta, please? Give me just a moment. I'll get back here so we can get it on the recording. Psalm 23. Psalm
1: 23 und dann der bodne de penanslen gochalle da betenne schlene da da nanser tras e hat ehtet zeuge nan host nan nan host gretler also sem trotta selber banko chana g sie se zini hat e gochana yodlich bi gi binasit all kriegt e got da hund e já no nel beá och bil be ko go ja de Ba se di dobyg eisi a há se a epa ns <laughs> chall in danig is e becha osna si da nád a be nach be cha a daned all a heavenly
0: father thank you for your word today thank you for the truth once again that is spoken to our hearts we're thankful for your presence that that uh, brings it real to us today Thank you for your help. We're asking that you would go with us as we go our separate ways. Lord, that we would seek you first. Your, your kingdom first. Put you first. And begin to not be stressed out about all these other things. We love you today. Thank you for your many blessings. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.